Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. So, when you are going through that experience, was this like here, this realm, boom, portal open up? Or are we talking like you're you're in remote remote viewing other? No, I was I was hundred percent hundred percent awake and lucid laying on my carpet, and this thing opened up right in my living room. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me. Dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. I feel something pulling at my leg, and I look over, and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush, and I touch air. Couldn't breathe, and I couldn't move, because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the contact section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. Welcome to another members episode. We got a good one here today. We have Ed coming on the show. He's going to talk about his experiences in the military where he had a gin follow him back one night after discovering some pretty gruesome stuff on the field, and this gin started to torture him until he was granted access to another realm where he fought this gin and curb stopped it essentially. He killed this thing. I know. How do you kill a gin? I don't know, but he talks about it all in this episode. He also talks about remote viewing and finding a dead missing person. He talks about portals opening up in his living room, not in another realm, not in a dream state, but literally in this world, in this realm, boom, portal open up. He also talks about looking for Bigfoot and an orb following him back to his hotel. He has some pretty wild stories, and I think you're going to enjoy this conversation. So let's get to Ed right now. All right, today we got Mr. Ed on the show. What's going on, man? Oh, very, very, doing very good. Very, very happy to be here, Tony. Big fan of the show, bud. Hey, listen, I'm really glad you're here. Uh, you have some uh, wild ex- experiences and story. Uh, I think, you know, like for instance, I'm reading, I have a list of stuff that you email us about now. I think this list is not all encompassing. 
Uh, no, and, yeah, uh, I added a lot more stuff to it. Yeah, I mean, I think you're the, the, the way it sounds like you have enough for like probably two, three episodes, you know. Uh, so what I want to do is I we're, we have different things we can hit on, uh, and I want to get through what we can today. But okay, we're gonna start off with the gin. Now you're a military veteran, and are, you're still active, right? No, I'm not active. Okay, gotcha. Uh, now. When you were in the military, I think it was Iraq. Uh, yes, you had Baghdad. you had an experience with a gin that is bonkers, and so I would like for you to start us off. You know, was this gin that followed you back? Did you know it was following you? What happened? What was going on? No, I later put it together. Um, I went to first went to Iraq in 07, 08 with the uh, surge of General Petraeus, and. Uh, one of my jobs there was kind of like a combat ambassador. I'd go to a bunch of different locations and uh, just document stuff as well, meet with Al-Qaeda, meet with the enemy, and try to bring them under our side of different militias and just try to bring peace to the chaos that was there. And uh, one of my jobs, I'd go to the different torture houses and document the torture houses there. So I documented houses with like meat hooks where they hook people up and just blood splatter. It was crazy, you know, the crazy, crazy torture houses, like stuff you'd see in Hollywood. And... Um, I, if I had to guess, I think I picked up something there, like a hitch, the hitchhiker effect. I believe something evil attached to me at one of those spots. That's wild. So the so these torture houses, I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about the torture houses in Iraq. I mean, so we're talking about like terrorists catching soldiers yes. and torturing. Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda pretty much capturing um, other Iraqi soldiers or other militia members or even Americans. And yeah, they'd go to work with power tools on you and just, I mean... They get pretty pretty barbaric. They, they had literally hanging people from meat hooks, you know. Wow. So did we I'd take photos? So we had American soldiers go through that and survive. No. When I was there, um, one of my jobs was um, we were hunting for some POW MIAs. Some Americans got captured, and I know some of them later were found mutilated in the street, like just giant piles of body parts with thirty IEDs lining the street. It took them, I think, two days to dismantle all the IDs to recover the bodies. And then I spent, I went on a couple op- operations, some psychological operations with a military out there trying to find and recover the uh, the body. We knew some other Americans were out there captured. They were, we knew they were dead, but we just couldn't find them. But I went to one farm. We covered one of their machine guns. Wow. So uh, right, we never so- found them. And then later on, they ended up finding them. So... With this kind of little bit of a foundation of who you are, what you've seen, what you've experienced in the military, uh, you told me before we started recording that you loved episode 122, Secret Military Enochian Technology. Uh, yes. And you loved the episode 512, uh, Desert Portal Death Cult. Yes. And that's a really, those are super good episodes. I got a couple questions for you before we get into your stuff. Yes. I've had mixed reviews as to, not mixed reviews, but mixed opinions as to what's the better episode. And I want to ask you, since you loved them both and you're, you are in the military or you were in the military and you have intimate knowledge of that stuff, which episode strikes you the, the, the hardest? Which one would you, if you had to pick, which one was better? Because I those think two, the, de- those- the desert portal death cult one, just because I'm from California and I know Joshua Tree and that whole area out there is pretty wild. I've heard a ton of crazy stories about that place. It's super, super paranormal. Tons of alien stories and stuff like that. And Bigfoot, the desert Bigfoot's out there. They call the Yucca Man. So, yeah, I've yeah. Heard, heard a lot about that place. So I kind of, I kind of vibed with that story. But also the Enochian story, just because I was in the military, and that's just such a mind bending, mind melting story. 
And they, yeah. they're so detailed about those stories. They got to be true. They're just too crazy to like, I couldn't make that story up for a million dollars, you know, like just coming up with that story. Like that's why I believe both those stories are just too, they're so wild. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and you kind of answered my second question then because uh, those two episodes, I mean, I, I think they're the t- top two of all time. I mean, at least from wow. my end of things, as far as like what I've seen the audience react to. Uh, now, you kind of answered it uh, with your background in the military. And, you know, it's not like you were just, uh, I don't know, having a boring job in the military. You, you were involved in some interesting line of work. Yes. Uh, Listening to episode one twenty two with Charlie, uh, it it you did nothing about it struck you as this guy's lying or anything like because I've had people say, oh, this guy's lying, and I've had other military guys say this is absolutely one like the way he's talking, the things he's saying is one hundred percent on point. No one thing struck me as fake about his story. Um, I could pick up on people that not been in the military so fast. I mean, I like to think I'm I'm almost fifty years old. I'm fairly well educated, and I've done it. So there's. It's like talking to somebody about surfing or golf. If they've never done it, you're going to pick up on it within 30 right. seconds, you know? So yeah, definitely. <laughs> I know. They're very, I know. very easy to pick up on fakes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I know uh, nothing. Everything struck me as very, uh, very, very uh, real, you know? Hear that, Charlie? We got somebody that believes you. How about uh, that? I do. <laughs> he still listens. He, he and I actually just text him today and stuff about uh, coming back on the show. Him and I've been going back and forth and stuff, but he has, uh, that's cool. He has some things he'd like to share and stuff. He's still, He's still out of country though. He, I, I asked him, I said, can I get you in studio? And he's like, absolutely not, not happening. He just, he will not come back. So, uh, okay. anyways, let's get into your story with the gin now. So you think you picked it up from one of these, uh, these torture houses. Uh, yes. How'd this all unfold for you? Um, there was no symptoms, nothing going on until I got back. Um, once I got back, all of a sudden I just became like super, super exhausted. I was in super good shape when I got back. I mean, just carrying body armor for a year, you're really good shape. Sweating in the desert is 130 is the hottest place ever for a year, you know? And uh, I would wake up and I'd have no body in there, just no energy, like feeling like something's draining me. And that was happening for like two months. And I was wondering like, what's going on? And then finally one night I just crawled out of bed in the morning and I just told my wife, you know, I felt like I fought five men the whole entire night. Like I've been fighting the whole night. I'm not sure what's going on. And then subliminally, I knew something was going, something was attacking me because I had seen and have dealt with the black shadow beings before, even before prior to the military. So I knew these things were out there and I knew something was kind of latched on to me, like draining my energy. And uh, finally, one night after about two, three months, it was, it was literally like killing me. I felt like I was had no energy and I was just I'm such crazy pain when I woke up in the morning. And finally, one day I just prayed to God, God help me. Something's mauling me every night when I'm sleeping. Um, give me the strength to fight this thing. I don't want any special favors, no special weapons. Just put me on a fair fight with this thing. Let me do my thing. I didn't care if it was 20 feet tall, two feet tall. I was going to kill this thing for sure. So uh, that that night I woke up to use the bathroom. I got up, I looked down at the bed and I saw myself laying there, my wife laying there. And then I realized I was out of my body. That's the first time I've ever had an OBE, out-of-body experience. I looked up at my hands and I could see my hands clearly but they were see-through and in a golden tinge, like golden light made out of golden light. I was basically a golden light being at that time. And I looked at the foot of my bed and I saw a shadow being staring at me. And it was about, it was, I'm about 5'11". It was about 5'8". That seems to, they seem to always be a few inches smaller than me. And it was staring at me and I, I held up my hands and uh, I just told it, I'm just like you now. And I started laughing and I just told it, you're so fucking dead. And the thing just like looked at me and recoiled in fear. It was like, 
torturing a lion for three months, and then finally looking at a lion standing out of the cage about to get you. That that being had some serious fear of me, and I, it ran backwards out of my room, my bedroom. I followed it out of my bedroom, and as soon as I broke the doorway of my bedroom, I was like in another dimension. I was in a different house. I was in a house that was more subdued. It was all black and white, kind of like the I've heard it called the City of Night before. Another dimension that's kind of real drab and void of color. And I ran around this house chasing this being, and I finally I jumped and tackled it, and it ran into a bathroom, and I cornered it. I jumped and tackled it into a shower. And uh, the reason why I know it wasn't my shower because there was tile in this shower. And I just smashed its head on the corner of the shower as hard as I could over and over and over till the whole top of its head was pretty much gone. And then I woke up, and I never had another experience of that thing draining me again. I think I pretty much did it in. And uh, it was just a spiritual battle, basically. God gave me, God put me on the, the fair field, you know, to get it, you know, get this thing off my back. You know? Yeah. So, so I was very lucky. I was under, I was basically, I was under oppression, not, I wasn't possessed, but I was in the state of like oppression by this being. That's, that's, it's very interesting because when you, when you think about uh, this kind of stuff, I at least don't often associate or think about uh, even the possibility of, killing something like that uh and and the way you describe it you're in a a more um well you're out of body so so your natural thought is as the person receiving the story you're thinking okay not physical uh but then you're like i smashed its head into into it until it was dead and it's like okay so physical then like so 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 walk me into this like the, the, we were we, we were both in a, um I was in a light body being and it was in a shadow body being and we we're both in a different dimension so we were both basically what I what I felt I told it that's what I told it somehow I knew subliminally I told it, I'm just like you I was basically the same thing as it at that point you know I was but I was more of a golden light being and it was just blacker than black you know you can't see the eyes or anything but when they turn sideways you can see the nose and all that you know but I've had plenty of experiences with these black shadow beings already so I knew they were pretty negative. So, it, so all right. So, if if you're in this, uh, what would you say? Would, like an other, another realm? Is that what you? Is that what I, you I believe? I believe I followed it into its dimension, wherever it came from. Okay, and because at that point I was so angry. I mean, I would have followed that thing right through the gates of hell. I didn't care if I lived or died at that point. I was either dead. I was dead 100. percent This thing was going to kill me within a few months, anyways. So it was either my time to shine or not. That's basically where I was at at that point. Yeah. Uh, and so in this, uh, in this other, uh, realm reality, uh, your existence there would be the equivalent of, of our physical existence here then is what it seems yes, like. That's, that's kind of what I feel like I, I entered their, their dimension. And then I felt whatever I was exposed to their, their, you know, I was in their physics and whatnot. Now, that's kind of the way I see it. When you describe this, this other world dimension, did it, you meant, I think you said it was like black and white, like void of color. Yes, it was at nighttime, so it was all dark, anyways. But it just seemed it seemed more void of color. I've even heard that from other people ex- ex- explain, like kind of going into another dimension where it's void of color and everything was really black and white. And it was the house, the house was similar to my house, the layout, but it wasn't. But it was kind of raggedy and tore up to the house, kind of almost sort of like a haunted house, but not really, just kind of a rundown, raggedy house. Yeah. Uh, it. All right. So th- this is interesting. So the 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 house wasn't was your house but it wasn't quite the same we're talking about something that was probably more eerie looking uh yes. and maybe so so here's what here's what I, where i'm going with this uh have you seen the tv show stranger things oh yeah for sure uh, okay so in stranger kids, things yeah, definitely. yeah i mean 
You don't need kids. I no, freaking no, love that it's show. It's an awesome show. <laughs> That's awesome. Like I don't care. I don't. I like. I don't care if it was made for babies. Tony's watching that sucker. Dude, I'm, I'm a big kid for sure, man. I love the show. It's it's a great show. So, it, but in that show, we, we're dealing with the upside down, and the depiction of the upside down in that show is like a mirror world. It's not though. It's it's similar, but it's not. It's more dark. It's more gloomy and 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 you know, quote unquote, scary. It yeah. was something similar as what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. It was it was like almost the same layout as my house, but it wasn't my house. Different kind of furniture, different kind of stuff, you know? So I don't really know. It's just, but basically it was just kind of a, an other eerie dimension. I think I probably went one dimension lower than our dimension. Like I'm not, maybe not hell, but a more negative dimension where these be, where these shadow beings emit from. And somehow since I was a light being, basically I was a out of body energy being basically my soul. I was able to follow it. Now the, I, I'm fascinated by this stuff, okay? And, we're, and don't worry, the, the audience listening right now, we're going to be getting into portals during this episode. Oh, we're yeah. going to be getting into, you know, like I said, angel hair. Like we're talking about some some wicked stuff here. But I am fascinated by the the essence of this story. Yeah, you you killed you killed a shadow entity, a demon, whatever it was. Like, okay, that's kind of what I, I figure. I kind of I kind of feel like it was a low grade demon. If I had to like really guess, it's kind of just like a like a lamprey it latches onto a fish and just sucks their energy kind of something like that you know like an energy consuming being is basically what i felt it was okay uh do you get the sense that there that where you were there were more like that entity there you just didn't see him or yes I, like a- I, I probably that's probably what it would have happened if i would have went out that front door and went into their city or whatever wherever i was at i probably would have been in the realm of the shadow beings wherever they admit from man that's why. Now, all right, let me ask you this. Is this something that is replicatable? You know, I don't, I don't, I, I could not do it. No, like I, I'm lightly psychic, but I cannot control it. It's things just pop into my head, especially when I'm like stressed or in danger. Sometimes things pop into my head. Like I'll get a code to a door and be able to open the door. And I have no idea what the code is, but also I'll just get 1950 in my head and press the button and I'll pop a door open. Like stuff like that happens to me, but I'm not really, same with my mother, but I'm not really able to control it. I'm not like psychic on that level where I can just like, I can do like I'm okay at remote viewing. I've had some success with remote viewing for sure. So I'm and I've played psychic um like app games so against other people. So I can tell like you know my psychic level is up there, but it's not really controllable to me for me. So uh, is this something that you, you you would pursue trying to replicate, or do you not want to go back there? Because in Stranger uh, Things, the kids went back. They were like, we got to go back and save our friend, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess if I had a reason to go back, I would, but I just don't feel like I have a reason to go back there. I think it's a pretty negative place. Like if one of my yeah. friends or family was in trouble, I'd be back there in a second. But, um, I mean, if I could, if I could do it, I probably would just cause I'm really not scared of anything to tell you the truth, but I would do worry about my family. Like that's one thing I kind of worry about is like these things coming into my house. I've had them come to my house before. That's why I've been so violent with some of them because I have kids in my house and if you're coming in acting and being negative and attacking me, then. Well, it's on, obviously, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, It's interesting, man. I, um, I think it, I think, um, well, I I think it's, I think, I know it's replicatable Mm -hmm. and uh, I think that there are things in the, let's just say it's just cut and dry. There's this realm and the one you were in. Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe even we can call the other the realm you were in the other, so it can encompass multiple realms or whatever. Uh, yeah, I believe that 
there are things that we know about in this world that hide in other realms uh, to avoid certain situations. Uh, I'm talking coded right now, but uh, I have come to this idea. I don't want to say I believe it, but I've come to this idea that there are beings in this world that are able to access these others to avoid situations here when they need to. Uh, Absolutely. I absolutely agree. And I think they've done it for a very long time. And so they can pop in and, and the portal experience I had, and now I know they can pop in and out wherever they want, anytime they want. And they have a way of monitoring you as well before beforehand. It's wild. It's wild. And, and I, I, um, I, I don't know how to describe it. I, I just collect information and, I, and I've, I've been collecting information and I've coming to these conclusions that I'm just like, well, this is new and this is interesting, you know? Uh, and, and if I wouldn't have these experiences, I'd probably just think this dude's crazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, but, but I've honestly had these experiences, man. So there's this, it's my truth and I got to tell it because uh, a lot of other soldiers came back under oppression from these beings and I'd like them to know, you know, if something's like this latching onto you, that's the way to get at it. Get out of your body and you're, you're able to fight it then truly, you know? Yeah. I, I'm deaf. Like, trust me, everybody listening right now, there's somebody listening right now. It's like, this dude's crazy. And uh, trust me, I, oh, I'm sure. not, I'm not trying like, like, I, like, I know I'm crazy sucker. Like, you know, yeah. like, like, yeah, yeah. like, like I'm the king, but, I'm but, the king of the uh, world. I have had psychological battery exams, you know, in and out of the military to get into special operations. So I'm definitely not crazy as far as the government goes, you know? yeah. or, or maybe I'm just smart enough to tell them what they want to hear. It could be either one, but, <laughs> yeah, right. but no, no, definitely, definitely. I'm pretty sane, but for sure. And I've been married for 25 years. I have a, I have two children and a business and I got, a, I got a decent life going, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and I, I just, I just think it's funny because like I'm the first to accept the things that I say, I know they sound crazy. I know. And, and yeah, me too. Me too, for sure. But, but just, I'm just, very self-aware. Yeah. They, <laughs> people can just sit back and just understand that I'm not telling you I've done these things. I'm just telling you I think this way based off of all the information I've collected from people. Do what, do do with it as you will, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So you killed a demon. That's a, that's always interesting to start a show off with. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so you you mentioned this was a preview how- of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com, Hit the join button and become a member today.